Welcome to today's TLC. Whether you found this podcast on my website, through the emails I send, or simply from a friend, I'm glad that you've decided to add some TLC today. Well, hello, my friends. How is your relationship with your body today? When I was 19 years old, a boy that I like said to me, Hey, look, you finally got some curves. And I will tell you, it shattered my body image. I've mentioned this before, but when I was younger, I was very small. I always looked younger than I was, and I've always been really skinny. And at first, when I was little, I thought that was a pretty good thing. I was happy with my body. I felt healthy. I didn't really think about it much. But then as I got older and I looked around, I thought, hmm, maybe I need to look more feminine. My chest isn't very big. My family has always been known to not be able to hold up their pants because we have no hips and no bum. And I started looking around me and seeing the images of what a perfect female body should look like. And I remember thinking all the time as a teenage girl, I just wish I had a J-Lo body. But I figured, hey, I'm still skinny and lots of people want to be skinny, so maybe I'm fine with my body. And I stopped worrying about it. Mostly. Then, after high school was done, I went and lived in Costa Rica for seven months. And while I was there, I ate whatever was fed to me because I lived with a host family and I didn't get a whole lot of say. And if you've ever visited Costa Rica, it is the Garden of Eden, but it has terribly bland food. They put so much oil on everything and it's very full of carbs, lots of beans, lots of rice, lots of bread, tons of carbs, tons of oil. And I noticed that my hips started feeling a little bit bigger and I felt a little muffin toppy. But when you're an American in a foreign country, you tend to get a lot of attention, whether you want it or not. Because, you know, I was very blonde at the time and my skin was a lot lighter. So I stuck out like a sore thumb. I remember when I would walk down the streets, random guys would make this noise at me and they'd say, Psh, matcha, matcha, Psh. And I didn't really know what they were saying, and I blew it off and pretended like they were annoying. But let's be honest, any teenage girl kind of likes attention. So I felt pretty good about myself. I had sun-kissed blonde hair. I was getting all of this attention, even though I didn't wear makeup for seven months. I was living a pretty good life. Then came this boy. It was the first time I saw him after I came home from Costa Rica. And he very clearly reminded me that I was back in the States I was not special, I should probably put makeup on, and I needed curves to be beautiful. It was also the time that I was going to start college soon, so I started feeling very self-conscious, because, you know, one of the reasons I was going to college was to find a husband. And now I was conflicted. What should my body look like? This guy was telling me that these curves were a good thing, but the way I had been eating was not healthy for me, and I had to make a decision. Do I get healthy? Or do I keep the curves? I will tell you, it took me almost 10 years after that moment to feel good about my body. 10 years. If you're in this situation where you are struggling to know how to love your body, I want you to know that you don't have to have that struggle. And the solution is not about changing your body. It's about changing what you believe about your body. I'm going to share the four stages that I went through over the past 10 years to get to a place where I love my body. While I'm sharing, 
notice what stage you might be in right now with your body and maybe a simple step you can take to get to the next stage forward. In one of my past episodes, I talked about the stages of self-love. In case you haven't heard that episode, let's do a quick recap. Stage one is neglect and ignore. You don't even realize you have a relationship with yourself. Stage two is stagnant awareness. You recognize that you have a relationship with yourself, but you think that it's unchangeable. This is just the way that I am. Stage three is you see that you can change and you think that you need to change to be okay. The last stage is you unconditionally love yourself where you're at and you change because you love yourself and you want to progress. So that's the stages of self-love, neglect, stagnant awareness, conditional change, unconditional love. Now let's apply those stages to your relationship with your body. Stage one, neglect and ignore. This is the stage where we either don't think about our bodies or we don't want to think about our bodies. And so we just eat whatever we want. We don't really care. We're not really worried about how we look or how we feel. Most of us have this stage either when we're little and we just don't have awareness or when we've tried and tried and tried to change our bodies and we decide we're just going to do what we want to do. But naturally, our life brings us to stage two, stagnant awareness. As we grow that awareness, we start noticing our body and paying attention, caring a little bit, but we feel stuck in whatever it is. This is that adolescent phase where you realize that you're not quite sure you love what's going on with your body, aka my I'm too flat phase. If you're not in the adolescent phase and instead in the post-checking out phase, this is when we start looking at our bodies and saying, I really don't like what's happening because I haven't taken care of my body. You start noticing that there's fat in places that you don't like or that you have less energy because you're not exercising. You've moved out of that neglect and ignore phase, but you're not quite sure you're willing to change it. You might be in this phase and you're ready for your transition to stage three, where you want to change. You want to feel better in your body. You don't really like the shape that you've gotten into, or there's some voice from your past telling you that you need curves in different places, and you're motivated to change your lifestyle habits so that you can have a body that you feel more comfortable in. This is a good thing that you have some of that motivation. But the problem here in this stage is that our focus is usually unrealistic and motivated by something outside of ourselves. That perfect image that we want to look like or that negative comment that haunts us a little. The reason why so many people go up and down and up and down with diets and exercise, and they bounce through the extremes of all or nothing, is because they finally get that motivation for change, but they don't realize that the relationship with their body is still suffering. That's the secret sauce. To get to stage four, unconditional love, you have to work on loving your body where you're at first. You cannot hate yourself into being different. It's not motivating. Our feelings are what drive our actions. And if we're constantly telling ourselves our bodies are not good enough or we have to be like somebody else, willpower will drive us through part of it, but then we will burn out. 
And you deserve to love your body, to live in a way that's healthy and beautiful and authentic to you. When's the last time you thought about your natural beauty? Is your goal to look like somebody else or avoid looking a certain way? Or is your goal to feel good in your skin? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Are you ignoring or neglecting to look at yourself? Do you feel stuck a certain way, hating your body? Are you trying to force change so that you can feel beautiful like you're enough? Or are you treating your body like it's your best friend? Like you have your own back and take care of yourself. And even when you mess up, you're there to help you out. Your body is amazing. Amazing. It does so many things for you. And it's okay if it doesn't look perfect. You can love your body right where it's at. The goal is to be aware of your relationship with your body. Be honest with what you want to change, but change out of love for you, not because you need to change to feel loved. Now that I've shared with you the quote-unquote better way of having a good relationship with your body, guess what it's going to be easy to do? slip into that conditional change phase where you think that you need to have a good relationship with your body and you're trying to force that because that's the best way. Acknowledge that drama and move it aside. We are just practicing. We're just practicing. Neutralize that change. Your body is just fine where it's at right now. Your relationship with your body is even just fine unless you desire to change. Let that desire be from love, an honest, loving awareness that will naturally bring you to treat yourself better. For the next week, every morning when you wake up, I want you to look in the mirror and tell yourself, it's okay, I've got you. And if that just feels so foreign to you and you immediately think, no, I don't, I don't believe you then try this instead. It's okay. We're practicing. These two sentences will naturally bring you to stage four, unconditional love. It's okay. We are practicing. And it's okay. I've got you. The opinion that matters most is your opinion of you. What do you believe about your body? Let's create that belief on purpose. We can do this, my friends. You deserve to thrive in a body that you love. Life after therapy can be simple. Come learn how to think light, feel light, and live light at thelightcoach.com. I offer five free discovery sessions each week, and one of them is for you. Together, Let's discover the joy that's possible in life after therapy.